0: the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes.
1: When you find what that is, then you can have an idea of what men need to from women in relationships. Number one, she ate the fruit first. She was an example. Was a bad example, but she wasn't an example. Because the key here is trying to be a good example so that a guy would change. Yes, a lot of times they say we guys were visual. Meaning, you know, want to check a lady out and, you know, that kind of a thing. But not only do we look at your looks, we look at your behavior. Somebody once said that women fall in love through their ears, but guys fall in love through their eyes. You notice when the devil was deceiving Eve, he gave her all this spill. And the Bible says, when she saw that the fruit was good. Wait a minute all this conversation through her ears. Ears first, eyes second. But for guys, eyes first, ears second. In other words, ladies need to hear you before they can see you. Guys need to see you before they can hear you. So going back to the need of men, number one, they need women to be an example. She ate the fruit first. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1, God, through the writing of Peter, speaks to the wives. It starts off wives, comma. It doesn't say, guys, tell your wives to submit to you. It's talking to the women. Wives, submit to your own husbands. It doesn't say, guys, tell your wives to submit to you. It said, wives, submit to your own husbands. And it talks about how you can win them without a word. Without talking to them, you may need conversation, but he doesn't need conversation. He needs demonstration. You can win him without a word. By his observation of how you behave or your conduct. Ladies, if a lady wants a guy to be a godly guy, she takes him to church. Yes, she complains about the church, complains about people in the church. He's not going to change. Why? Because she's not being an example. If a lady wants a guy to be a good godly man, even in his ungodliness, and she lets him sleep with her and they're not married, even though he doesn't go to church, he at least knows that that ain't right. He's not going to change. So a lady has to be an example for him to change. She doesn't change him, but when he sees the way she carries herself, like the virtuous woman that she is, then that influences him to change. That will influence him to change. Even if he doesn't move forward into a relationship with God, he's going to break up with her because that's a change in itself. Because there's no way light and darkness can be together. If she doesn't change and he changes, make no mistake about it. He didn't change because of her. He changed because of somebody else. And when that happens, guess what? He's going to break up with her. Either he does or she leaves him because he's a different person. So guys, we need women to be examples. Now I'm sure somebody's like, wait a minute, I thought the guy was supposed to be the example. I thought the man was supposed to set the example. Yes, he's supposed to set the example. But what if he doesn't? So he's just going to throw in the towel? What if he doesn't? Well, there is something that you can do to influence him to change. And that is to be an example of what God wants you both to be. We need to be examples of what God wants you to do. So, number one, Eve ate the fruit first. In other words, she was an example. Number two, she fed him. She fed him. She ate the fruit first, second thing, she fed him. She didn't tell him and notice nothing was said to, to Adam. Nothing was said. She ate it first and he gave it to her, to him. He was standing right beside her, Genesis 3, 6, and gave it to her. He just ate it. She didn't say nothing. She didn't have to say anything. She fed him. And I mentioned that point number two, feeding a guy, has three categories because there are basically three parts in a man that need to be fed. Number one, his stomach. Let me say that again. Three sides of a man that need to be fed. Number one is stomach. Number two, his ego. And number three is libido. <laughs> libido is sexual drive. Okay? <laughs> number one, feed him. Giving food to eat. Whoever came up with the idea that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach really are saying something here. And this is important because I think for some people, perhaps for some ladies, getting the corner office, uh, getting the climbing up the corporate ladder, being a CEO, all those accomplishments, she may feel like, yeah, the guys are going to really you know, want me now because, yeah, they're going to show me respect and everything like that. Guys may appreciate that with other guys, but for women, the average guy doesn't think like that. They don't think like that. Guy needs to be fed with food. Now, let me give you some examples. The story of Esther. You can read, you know, the book of Esther. I think in chapters 3 all the way to 5, how people are about to be slaughtered, Okay. The king, her husband, signed a decree for this to happen. So we can conclude that this guy is not so smart, okay? I mean, hello, this guy's not so smart. He just signed a decree. He was deceived by Haman, who was trying to annihilate the Jews, to write a decree so that he could kill all of Esther's people. So Esther is desperate, okay? She's desperate. So she does the spiritual thing. She does what a lot of ladies do. They pray to seek the Lord. She went on the fast. She went to seek God on the fast. Usually, for those of you who may not be aware of what a fast is, it's basically when you abstain from food or drinks or certain kinds of foods or drinks for a period of time to hear from God, to let God speak to you, to help God, to let God deliver you from a situation. Some people fast to mourn, some people fast as a form of worship. But I think a lot of people fast because they're like, God I really need you to show show up in my life. I need you to do something for me, okay? So she does the spiritual thing. She goes for a fast. Now, usually the action the person takes after a fast is a reflection of what they heard from God. Mm -hmm. Okay, someone goes on the fast, and after the fast, they take an action, which suggests that God spoke to them during the fast and said, okay, this is what you need to do. So after I goes on the fast, after she fasted, she went to see the king because she wanted favor because she could not just show up in front of the king. She needed to be invited. And when you're not invited, usually you get killed. So she goes on the fast to find favor, and she got the favor. She showed up before him. He was cool with it. Notice how people are about to be slaughtered here. You know, that's very important. It's it's the most important thing. She needs this guy to show up for her, like, right now. And the king says, okay, what can I do for you? She says, come to a banquet. First thing, she was going to feed him with food and drink. First thing, she was going to feed him, like, you know, people are about to die. You don't have time for that right now. You need her. You need him to do something. How many of you ladies have been in situations where you need a guy to show up to do something for you? And God is saying, have you fed him? <laughs> she fed him, did a banquet. Then you would say, okay, she cannot ask for what she wants. No, she, the king now said, what do you want? Up to half the kingdom. I'll give it to you. He said, she said, I'm going to host another banquet. So she fed him twice. Then after the second banquet, how many of you know that by that time, Haman was toast. He was done. Because now, she tells him what happened. The king was ticked off like, what? He walked out. Oh, Haman was begging Esther. He was shaking to his boots. What did she do? She fed the man. Now, this is the same guy that made the poor decision. We well, lets me know sometimes you might be with a guy who makes just a dumb decision. But you can't turn it around. All you got to do is fit the guy. All <laughs> <laughs> you got to do is fit the guy. So, she fed him. And of course, you know the rest of the story. Another example. Boaz and Ruth. How many of you heard the story of Boaz and Ruth? Beautiful story. Great story. If you don't know the story, I encourage you to read it in the book of Ruth. It's just four chapters. In Ruth chapter 3, verse 3, Naomi To cut a long story short, Ruth's mother-in-law was trying to hook up Ruth with Boaz. She tells her to change her clothes and go meet him at a certain place called the threshing floor. See where he is. Then she says this. Don't say anything to him. Don't reveal anything to him until after he has finished eating and drinking. Oh, it's a very subtle. It's something we just read over, just gloss over like, okay, whatever. But it's there for a reason. Don't say nothing to him until he's finished eating and drinking. And of course, he ends up with the guy. There are a lot more details to that, but don't say nothing to him because whatever it is, guys need to feel to be in a good mood or whatever the case may be. Keep him in a good mood a lot. Just feed him. Another example, which kind of brings me to point number two about feeding a man's ego. Now, when I say feed his ego, I don't mean that you should... Condone a man who's disrespectful, arrogant, full of himself. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is every man has an ego. In fact, everybody has an ego. But guys have an ego. A lot of women strike their ego instead of stroke their ego. Stroke is ego. Don't strike it. First time L25. There's a guy named David. We know David. David and his men, they were protecting the very, a very rich man's crops and his men. The rich man's name is Nabal. He has all this stuff, and David and his men were protecting it. After a while, David sent word to the king, to Nabal, say, hey, you know, can you give us some food? You know, we've protected your people. You know, hook us up. Let's have some food. And Nabal was like, I don't know you guys, whatever. David was ticked off. He told his guys, strap up, we're going to kill everybody. We're going to kill Nabal, kill all the male in his house. They were really ticked off. They were on their way to kill him. Then Abigail, which the Bible first lets us know in 1 Samuel 25, verse 3, that she was a woman of understanding and a beautiful countenance. I found it interesting the way that the Bible describes her. It doesn't say she's hot and she's smart. It says she's smart and she's hot. Okay? Okay. So she heard about this. She was Nabal's wife. And immediately she told her servants, get food. Get food. So David is on his way. He's mad. He said, you know, if if I don't kill all the males in this family today, he was ticked off on his way. Then Abigail met them on the way. And the Bible says she bowed down before him, which brings me to the second thing, Respect. Feed his ego with respect. Okay, I'm not saying, ladies, you need to bow down to a man, but the symbolism is respect or submission, however you want to phrase it. She bowed down before him with food. Then she began to stroke his ego. You're the man. God has called you to do this. Don't do that. You're all that. And the same guy who said, "I'm going to kill everybody," is like, "Praise the Lord! It's there. Read it. It's there. Verse 25." He's like, "Oh, praise the Lord! Wait a minute." One minute you were trying to kill everybody. Now you say, praise the Lord. What did she do? She fed him and she gave him respect. So guys need respect. The third thing that guys need, and this is only applicable in marriage, is lovemaking. Lovemaking. Make love to your husband. Okay? (laughs) Make love to your husband. Dr. Tim Clinton, he is the president of the American Association of Christian Counselors. He said, women give sex to get love. Men give love to get sex. In other words, some women, they want want a guy's affection so they have sex with him so that they can get his affection. And some men give the woman affection so that she can sleep with them. Okay? But the point is guys need women to <laughs> make love to them. Now, in the past, the only perspective I had was a woman will not make love to her husband because she's upset. Okay? She's not happy. No affection. No conversation. No um, No security. No attention. So she's mad. Okay? She's mad. She's not happy. She doesn't, you know. But that is one side of it. But I've come to learn that sometimes it's not that some ladies don't want to make love to their husbands or they don't care. It's because they're not enjoying the experience. They are not enjoying the experience. They work hard. They cook. They clean. Now they want to take care of the guy and... Before she could say, one, two, three, he's done, and she did not enjoy the experience. So guys, when you get married, take care of your wife. Now some of you are like, okay, how does that happen? I'm just going to recommend Intended for Pleasure, written by a Christian doctor, Dr. E.D. Wheat intended for pleasure, okay? It will give you some information on how to take care of your wife, okay? Having said all of that, some may argue, well, the woman does not want to give her husband affection, um, give her husband respect, be an example, be a godly person, um, take care of him, feed him, because he's not taking care of her, which is a legitimate reason, you know? He's not loving her, so she's not respecting him. He's not making her feel secure, so she's not taking care of him. That's true. And the guy says, well, I'm not taking care of her. I'm not loving her. I'm not paying attention to her. I'm not showing her affection. I'm not giving her conversation because she's not taking care of me, which is true. So I'm saying, well, somebody's got to step up. Somebody has to step up and initiate what needs to be done. The man is supposed to take care of his wife, yes. But what if he doesn't do it? So you're just going to cave in and throw in the towel? Because even though he's supposed to step up and take care of you and he doesn't, ladies, some other lady will. That doesn't make it right. That doesn't justify it at all. But some other lady will. And some ladies lose their man that way. And if that man marries that other lady, then the devil comes to the other lady. Don't feed him anymore. Don't do all this stuff. Isn't it interesting that mistresses do all this stuff we're saying women should do to men? Mm -hmm. Mistresses do it. How do they know? Because the devil is telling them. Feed him. Make love to him. Show him respect. devil goes to the wife. Don't do none of that. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. Mess the marriage up, put the guy in a sinful situation. If he marries her, the devil comes and tells her the opposite. Don't give him anymore. If he cheated on on his former wife, what do you think he's gonna do with you? Don't feed him anymore. The cycle continues, but we gotta stop it. Somebody somewhere has to do the right thing. So guys, love the women and women respect the guys. Ladies, I wanna encourage you not to be like this lady I heard about. Her husband was about to die, so they went to the hospital, and the doctor checked her husband out. After the doctor checked the husband out, the doctor went to the wife privately, and the wife said, what's the prognosis? And the doctor told the wife, said, listen, if you feed your husband three square meals every day, (laughs) don't argue with him, make love to him like twice a week, he'll be just fine. Then the wife went to the husband. And the husband said, what did the doctor say? She said, you're going to die.
0: <laughs>
1: Guys, let's give the ladies attention, affection, conversation, and protection. And ladies, let's be examples and give him, feed him with food, feed him with respect. And when you marry him, <laughs> make love to him. Amen? Amen. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you are informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.